Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Signal Fire Radio, a show about ambitious leadership for ambitious leaders, where each and every day we set out to conquer the villain of self-doubt, Matthew, by having encouraging conversations designed to feed the mind, strengthen the body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe. Matthew, how are you today, my friend? I'm alive and well. Tell me more about that <clears throat> while I get the show timer started so I don't go over. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, I think it's important to mention that our fifth wheel, mm-hmm. third wheel, third wheel is not here. He's married. Evan will be here. I hope he He's is. He's just running a little bit. Evan, late. if you're listening, we need you. <laughs> we miss you, buddy. <laughs> uh, he's been so busy with the new gig. Yeah. I think he's yeah. enjoying it, though. Yeah, I think he's enjoying it, too. Hey, we won't dwell on that. Tell me something. Do you notice anything different about me right now? Other than your new World Series hat? Yeah. No. No? No. Well, we've got mustaches. That's oh, number one. right. <laughs> We're doing mustaches. But but <clears throat> I'm a champion now. Yeah. You know why? Because the A's. Because the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> no, the A's. The A's. Oh, is that oh. what that is? <laughs> right. I get the colors mixed up. The Atlanta Braves are World Series champions, and that means that me, as a lifelong fan and semi-former employee, I am a champion. And I've never been a champion like this before, Matt. 26 years ago you were. 26, well, yeah, I was a kid. I was a baby. Can we make it another quarter century before the Braves we win can. the Series again? Hey, did you watch the World Series? I watched game, I think I watched game two and three. Okay. Did you watch game six, the one where we no. clinched? Okay. No. Do you know the hero? Do you know who the hero of that story was in game six? Mm, John Smoltz? A gentleman by the name of Jorge Solar, and he spells his last name S-O-L-E-R. Is that coincidental in any way with our guest today? That would be a question for her. I don't know. So because I asked Bernadette, uh, our guest, Bernadette, how do you say your last name? So we say Solar. Okay. The correct pronunciation would be Solar. Okay. Is that is that French? What's the... It's what's Puerto Rican. Really? Yeah. You know that's Puerto Rican? No, I could see Not it with like here. a little Solier type thing on there. Really? Puerto Rican? Is Dave Puerto Rican? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's like a total mix. But yeah, his dad's side of the family is Puerto Rican. What? I never did. Would you have guessed that when we met him? Uh, yeah. I mean, really? yeah, he's got that beautiful, like, he darker skin. Beautiful olive skin. Well, maybe you, are you anyway related to Jorge Soler, the, the hero from the Atlanta Braves from through, Game 6? Well, through marriage, maybe. maybe. Not, yeah, not yeah, that I'm be, aware of. Yeah. I feel like he would have said that by now, though. I think if, Dave if should. I think Dave should be claiming it. Yeah, we you should know, at that, least look. That's that up. my family member, and he's the hero <laughs> of Game Six, and he turned Rob Renz into a champion, along with the whole city of Atlanta and everybody else that's been begging for that thing for forever. Sorry, I don't want to make this all about me today. <laughs> but it's different. It's a different feel. I mean, I, I don't know if I can explain it. I know we have probably some people that listen to this show in Atlanta, but like there was like a just a gen- what felt like a generational curse, like sitting over the city of Atlanta sports teams. We couldn't get over the top. And so when the Braves did it, there was just like this huge emotional cathartic release for what other teams millions of people. The Hawks, who lost in the finals last year. What sport is that? Basketball, NBA. Okay. The so Falcons, the Falcons, who historically who the Falcons? lost after having a twenty-eight three, the twenty-eight to three lead in the Super Bowl, 
it doesn't that doesn't hurt me anymore. It's it's like okay, you, like if I had brought that up 2 weeks ago, that would have emotionally hurt me. I would have been in a funk saying the Falcons blew the lead, but the Braves won the World Series, so I'm a champion now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't so Bernadette. Matter. So Bernadette. <laughs> Yeah, so Bernadette. <laughs> so Bernadette, yeah. Sorry for my sports ramblings, but when I saw an opportunity to bring up the team and tie it into her last name, Matt, I had to take You've it. You've been talking about nothing but that for the last week. But only, well, yeah, but not on the air. Okay. You gotta draw a line somewhere, bro. A line has been drawn. We're not gonna talk about baseball anymore, okay? Okay, now let's talk about football. For a few more minutes, <laughs> we'll bring up baseball. Bernadette, will you please introduce yourselves to our listeners and let them know how you got here? Yes. So my name is Bernadette Soler. I am a yoga therapist and a yoga teacher, and um, a, I've been a military spouse for several years. And how I got like here in this room? I mean, just no here in life. Oh. Yeah, if you want to take us all the way. Oh, to it I, is important because yeah. the girl, my girls, would be stoked because you know what she pulled up in? Hmm. Tesla White. Tesla White. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt, Bernadette, Matt, Dude, play, Matt, awesome. Matt, and his family play this. You remember when we were kids, we would do like punch buggies. You'd see a Volkswagen yeah, yeah. Beetle and you do punch buggy red, no punch backs. Yeah. Matt and his girls find Teslas, <laughs> and they just go Tesla white. And I've gotten involved in that game now. And they're and they're, I tra- and when they're I'm riding really, with them, I'm on the lookout. I'm like, I'm going to be the Tesla king. And they're really, really good. Like, I'm driving the car, and my nine-year-old's in the front seat, and I'm sitting there trying to scan, but also, like, stay safe on the road, and she's, like, owning it. She's this, just like, Tesla black. You're probably subconsciously, like, um, helping to build their situational awareness. If they're, like, looking out like that, and they're noticing things around them, and Ra- Reagan especially, if she sees a, w- I drive a Subaru WRX. If she sees a WRX, she calls it. If she sees, if she sees a Porsche, mm-hmm. like there's certain cars that she instantly identifies. Be good cops. Be good cops. So yeah, how did you get to this room? You backed out of your driveway. <laughs> okay. You took a left. I took a left, <laughs> and then there was a train, so I had to wait at that big stoplight for the I got train. I got stuck behind the train. And then I took another left and I was here. And it's wonderful. How did you get to become, like, what is your, what is, there's ranks in the yoga world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. T- like, are you like a black belt, a triple black belt? Like, how high do you go in this yoga thing? Okay, so I would say that I'm at the highest point of training, like, recognized that I could have at this point, which okay. is so awesome to say because I've been working it on it for so many years. So you're like a Yoda of yoga right now, just to set the table. Yes. But not old. Not old. And green. Just wise, <laughs> right? Yes, the wisdom of Yoda in yoga. Okay. So what's the, what, like, how much work goes into getting there? Yeah. So, okay. So when I graduated college, um, I would mentioned to you guys before, I worked a full-time job in the music industry. It was a blast. Um, and I, so my, just to set the stage, right? My mom has been a yoga teacher and a yoga therapist pretty much most of my life. So probably since I was like 10. So did you grow up doing it as a, as a child? So a little bit, you know how like you don't want to mm-hmm. do what your parents mm-hmm. do and you're like, that's not cool. Yep. So I had like, we would go to her, with her to some stuff, like little events and things. And I would do yoga with her sometimes. And I like met her teacher and this and that. But um, I never got into it. And I like to think that I got into it on my own in college because I was just like going to the gym and doing the yogas there. And I thought that my teacher there was really cool. So when I graduated, I was like, I want to be a yoga teacher. That girl was like super cute. And I want to be like that. And um, so was it specifically because you wanted to be cute, super cute? I just like. 
like liked the vibe. Well, here's the other thing is I was blessed with a good Thank you for laughing. metabolism. <laughs> and so I never like I don't know. I knew that I had to like exercise and stuff, especially once I was in college. But I didn't want to, so I was like, "Oh, yoga is a really easy way to like get exercise without having to like try too hard." Were you not, you so you weren't athletic? No, I was a total theater and music kid. Okay, yeah. Well, that takes energy, and that I'm, like my girls are in ballet and tumble and everything right now, and they want me to do some of the flips with them, and that I mm-hmm. can feel my entire core activating and oh, the yeah. body coming to work to do some of those things. So. Yes. So, but I didn't want to like run. I didn't want to do like workout classes. I was like, I want to move my body and I feel like I have to. So I'm going to go to yoga because I thought it would be easy and which is a huge, hilarious. Complete opposite, right? right? Exactly. Yeah. For anybody who's like done yoga. I'm at the first, well, not, I just started getting into hot yoga with my wife. We, Mm -hmm. Jenna was pregnant with Olivia. So this had to be. With you talking about this? Yeah, yeah, she's good with it. So this had to be late 2014, (laughs) early 2015. And I was very athletic as a kid, like soccer, basketball, track. God, you were the best, Rob. All that stuff. No, I wasn't good. I was mediocre, but I was active because my mom and dad didn't want me around. So they're like, you're going to go play. Uh, your dad. Dad, dad yeah. specifically. Dad specifically. You were the mistake. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, His dad says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, funny. it's a funny story. It, he, he means well. <laughs> no. Um, so so um, I, we go to a hot yoga class. And I'm like going in like, yeah, I'm going to own this. Like mm-hmm. I'm a strong dude. I'm athletic. And I'm the only guy in the in the class. And so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be super machismo about this, right? And I'm outside of the instructor. The instructor was the guy. I'm like against the back wall because I don't like <clears throat> to be in the front or in the middle anywhere ever. So I'm like up against the back wall and the door is right there. And it was hot yoga. So it was like 103, 104. How do they, first of all, how do they get it that bloody hot? Dude, I don't know. Is it, I mean, is it just with the, the HVAC? You can't get that hot with your HVAC, can you? Mm, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Some places do radiant heat. Okay. Um, so they'll have bring in like radiators kind of? Or like panels. Um, but I mean, I think some people literally do just crank the heat. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know an HVAC system that would get it. That could, <laughs> well, then you've know. got the body heat and everything. I'm sure that's contributing to it. Well, anyways, I'm 10 to 15 minutes in, and I start going down hard, mm-hmm. hard. I'm like, <laughs> so I start making my way. I start making my way to the back door because I'm like my my fight or flight has kicked in, and I'm like, I've got to get out of this room. I've got to get into it. Cool, was it the temp? It was the temperature. It was the temperature and the movement and the movement. Um, yeah. And I was a lot more toxic back then than I am now. Not like as a person. I mean, like I drank more alcohol and was not good on my body as far as diet and all that stuff goes. So there was probably like some release happening in some areas and I just was going down. So I went to grab the door and I felt the instructor who was like, I mean, looked like a dude who's been practicing yoga his whole life, but scary strong. Um, he like grabs me and he looks at me and he's like, no brother, you don't want to do that. And he walks me back, he walks me back to my mat and I just laid there for the next 45 minutes in the, in the graveyard pose or in child's pose. And, and that's when I decided I was going to take yoga a little bit more seriously from Mm -hmm. there on out. Do you see that a lot with guys that come in like they're Yeah. So you guys, you guys will love this as, so when we were stationed here at Camp Lejeune uh, several years ago, um, I actually taught on base. A lot, like all throughout the week, and they would hire me to do like early morning PTs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So a unit would come in, and we'd 
like just do yoga. And um, I would always make this sequence, like this plan of like, okay, we're going to do like hold some chair pose and do some strength stuff. And then the guys would come in and just be like a total wreck. And like (laughs) no one could do anything. And they'd be like panting. And, you know, I'm like, you guys are strong men. Like, let's go. And so it was just, it was funny because it's it's hard. Yeah, it's really hard. So why is it that like military people in general, as the bulk of our audience, why do they struggle so much in, you know, the first couple of times that they go? Is it a lack of like submitting and trying to like, overpower the situation or is it like we've developed muscles in areas that don't allow us to get into pigeon pose um or what is it yeah i would say that is like you guys are used to a specific type of workout and you're just engaging your muscles in a different way in yoga and um it's just new stuff like there's no neuromuscular activity in that mm-hmm. in that uh, way yet. You know what I mean? So it's like your brain literally has to redo, yeah. oh, we're doing this now with this muscle. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? What's the funniest? Can you laugh? Do you have like a good laugh at the new people? Like I know you wouldn't do it during the class because you're a professional, but at the end, is there sometimes where you just... Because I, when I'm in those classes, sometimes I look and laugh, and I know that's not in the spirit of yoga, but it's just kind of funny to see people get into really weird I've positions I've never done sometimes. yoga, and I, I, I would be readily laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we should do... We should set up a private class just so I can record it with Bernadette. <laughs> Let's do it. Do you, is there like a kind of funny thing that you can share um, without violating the code of yogis? So I don't know. I, I, I feel like... I'm always so worried about new students because they're just like trying to get through class and yeah. stuff. I do have this is just like I don't know why I thought of this right now, but I did have this cute and this was when I again back to when I taught on Camp Lejeune. Um, these two Marines that would come in. I taught like a lunchtime class from like 12 to 1. And it was a total combination of Marines and military spouses and you know government workers that came to this class. And I would have these two guys, and they only did this for about a month, and then they, I don't know, did so, start doing something else. But they would come in, like, halfway through class, in full camis, boots, everything. Like, they'd kick off their dirty boots at the door. <laughs> it'd be, like, so gross. And, you know, the class is typically, like, pretty full. So they'd take their mats to, like, this corner of the room, and they'd set them up right next to each other. They were, like, you know. They're buddies. Buddies. It would have been, like, if you and me come were. Come on, man. <laughs> come on. Let's go. Let's, let's go. go let's go do this. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're accountability buddies. <laughs> So they would, like, come to class late, like, get in, kind of, like, disrupt. And I'm never offended about that stuff. I'm like, everyone's here to do the best they can, and I don't care. Whatever. So they would come and, like, be right next to each other. And they would, like, you know, do kind of okay with the poses and stuff. And then they would both fall asleep and snore during Shavasana. (laughs) And it was the cutest. And then they, you know... They would snore, and then class would be over, and they'd get up and go back on there. That's a little... Did you ever have to go, like, nudge them a little bit? Like, hey, guys. No. Like, typically, people... You allow them to stay in their space, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And typically, like, when you start ending the class, people will, like, come back. But um, I don't know. I thought that was so cute. And they were just, like... These guys that wanted to do their lunch break That's routine. Awesome. It was yeah. It That's was great. so great. All right. We're gonna we're gonna take a real quick break, having a fun conversation with you, Bernadette. I have some questions about about uh, strength, mental strength, conditioning, resiliency, and how that relates to the yoga practice and being an entrepreneur and a small business owner. Don't go anywhere. We're gonna take a real quick break on Signal Fire. We'll be right back. 
Do you like monster truck rallies? Do you like Taco Bell on Wednesday afternoons? And do you like men with mustaches? If you said yes to any of those, you need to check out our merch. This merch is one of our newest pieces called the Chill Switch Engage. It comes in this nice, faded, vintage look, not retro, vintage. Go to signalfire.media so you can engage your chill switch. Do it now. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. We're having a fantastic and super fun conversation with our new friend, Bernadette Soler. Did I do that right? Is yeah. that, that would be the, the Puerto Rican pronunciation, right? Yeah, that's right? like fancy I to love me. it. I love it. So you say that you're on this planet to help individuals reduce their own suffering so they can uncover who they truly are and realize their potential. And you do it through yoga. How? How does that work? Connect the dots for us. Okay. So we humans can suffer on all different kinds of dimensions, right? We are not just our bodies. We have physiologies. We have um, relationships. We have mental states and thoughts. And then we have, you know, some kind of connection with source or a higher, something higher than mm -hmm. us, right? So, and I want to just define the term suffering by saying, like, any discomfort. So it's not like, you know, epic struggle. Right. Right. So we can suffer from like a back pain or like a paper cut. Right. That's like just any level of discomfort or like something that's distracting us. We can also suffer from like stuff internally, like, you know, like stuff that causes like that stress causes mm -hmm. like anxiety, anxiety, yeah. acid um, reflux, acid, acid reflux, reflux, exactly. Dude, joint inflammation, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah. So like Chlamydia. physiological stuff. No, no, that's Perfect. external. That's I think that yeah. I don't right, right. Another we'll save that for Sorry. another guest. <laughs> um, that is a great example though. Um, so like physiological stuff and then, you know, mental stuff like racing thought patterns, unhelpful thought patterns. We can suffer in our relationships. We can suffer, um, you know, because we aren't sure what our purpose is in life. So, you know, and oftentimes we have multiple of those things at play at once, right? So since we're multidimensional, it's not like just like, oh, I have a back pain. It's like I have a back pain and I'm grumpy about it. Mm -hmm. And it's hurting my social life because I can't go out because I have to sit on my heat pad or whatever. And then, you know, like it all kind yeah. of layers in. Yeah. So um, what's cool about yoga is it addresses us as multidimensional humans. So like we can do postures to help us relieve our back pain. We can do breathing stuff to help us um, affect our nervous system and, you know, our stress. We can do meditation to help us affect our mind. Um, so the tools of yoga weave together to, like, take care of us on this holistic, multidimensional level. And, um, and a community, too, as well. There's mm -hmm. relationships, I'm sure, Absolutely. that you've built with students and other teachers and whatnot. And that's like a group of people that come together for 
kind of a common purpose, right? Absolutely. And that's actually a huge part of yoga and something that we talked a lot about in yoga therapy training was like, it's called Sangha. It's your right relationship with your community and like a strong, supportive Ooh, community. I like that. There's a t-shirt there. Yeah. We'll have to find it. Go ahead. Sorry. Continue. No, that's cool. And, and, um, and how like if we're overcoming something or if we're just working through our regular everyday stuff, like having that supportive community is essential. Mm. Like we're pack animals, right? We're not meant to like yeah. just be here struggling on our own. So I just learned stuff about yoga that I didn't even know. What, you didn't? Which no, part? I don't I, I mean, I don't know anything about yoga to begin with. You've never done a yoga class in your life? Like a I real one, so. like gone to a studio? Yeah, no. Rolled no. out the mat? No. Dude. I'm from California, bro. They don't do yeah, yoga. Yeah, they don't do yoga, they don't in, California yoga in California. California. There's no yoga there, no, yeah. None whatsoever. <laughs> no, but seriously, I, like you just brought up several different aspects that I didn't even know were like part of the theory behind yoga. When you get really into it, man, I could see it, it is very four-dimensional in how it affects you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because, you know, my, my one of my big issues, internal issues, my mind constantly races. And I've been, mm-hmm. like, really, really mindful about that, and I've tried a couple different exercises that have worked. Matt, you'll like this one. So if I'm when I'm asleep, I'll just have, like, it's like a typewriter in there some nights, and I'll wake up. And I have a notepad, and I'll write down all the things that I'm thinking, and then I strike through the things that I can't control, and I circle the ones that I can't control, and I roll over and I try to go back to sleep. That has been like super helpful. That Dang. is a beautiful practice. So there's that one, and then it's there intense. was there was the one that Evan <laughs> Evan helped me do, which is like take little thought bubbles, and he said put them in like a wisp of smoke, and then visualize it leaving from the top. I'm telling you, man, when we did that episode with Erica Stillman, that's what we talked about. Right. Yeah, and it was like both of those things have been extremely helpful, but yoga gave me the space or gives me the space when I go to just sit quietly, you know, and your body's a little bit exhausted by the end of it too as well. And so it's Mm -hmm. like that body-brain fight or struggle um, that I have quite regularly, it doesn't exist for a few minutes. And I think that's why it's so powerful as a practice. Totally. And like one of the things that happens while you're practicing is your body's moving, you're coordinating your movement with your breathing, and then hopefully our mind is focused on the practice too. So we're doing this whole integrated thing. Like we live in patterns, right? Human beings, we walk around all day doing whatever we do, and most of what we do is habits and patterns. And it's a little bit disintegrated. Like we're not consciously being like, oh, I'm backing out of my driveway. Mm -hmm. We're just doing it, right? And that's like our brain's way of making everything really easy for us. It's like a really amazing thing that we have. But it also um, can cause us to be really disintegrated and kind of live totally unconsciously, right? So when we go to our yoga practice um, and we're merging, you know, different parts of ourselves together, as we practice, that's why we end up feeling more clear and our bodies relaxed because we're like an integrated version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It absolutely does. Do you feel, because uh, without without giving away the shark on what Dave is working on here mm-hmm. from a business perspective in our local community, but both of you guys have pretty much made the jump right into just being entrepreneurs and small business owners. Have you felt like what you just what you just described there, that integration, has that prepared you to kind of take some of the bigger risks in life that that Matt and I, you guys have shared with us that you're you have taken and are continuing to take? 
Absolutely. I mean, I think um, like when I first became a yoga teacher, I was doing it on the side and I was like nights and weekends type thing and I was loving it. And what I realized was that I was sitting at my day job thinking about my sequences that I was going to teach that night Mm. and thinking like, what am I doing with my time? And like, I just want to be doing yoga all the time. And um, so it started to just feel and, you know, in yoga, you, you sort of learn about that concept of dharma, of like your your personal life's, and it's actually like dharma is more of a general term, but svadharma is the term for like your individual life purpose. And I would just sit there thinking like, this job isn't my dharma, isn't my svadharma. And um, so it was it was really actually easy for me to make that transition. But what has carried me is the things that I can pull from yoga that help me like you nailed it on the head, stay resilient, reduce my stress, um, take care of myself on a multidimensional level so that I can like, you know, continue to on that entrepreneurial journey. And have some quality of life too, mm -hmm. you know, like enjoy the life that you're living. Exactly. I I love being a small business owner Mm -hmm. and I love it because it gives me the lifestyle to do whatever the hell it is I want to do when Mm -hmm. I want to do it. Um, But there's, but I think that the point that you bring up, too, that's probably relevant to discuss here is not everybody really takes care of themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, we try to, we try to, you know, through this show is like, you've got to, it has to be a part of your everyday thing, especially when you're getting out of the military. We've seen people like blow up, you know, and it's like, dude, I know we, you had it hard for eight, 10, 20 years, something like that. If you're going to continue to be successful, you have to continue to take care of yourself. Um, and so I, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Do you know where I was going with that, Matt? Well, I mean, it applies to just everything that she's <laughs> sharing about yoga and about how everything's like interconnected with you know, just mm. just like Sublime, man. Yeah, hard work's good and hard work's fine. But first, take care of head. Yeah, first take care. Of head. <laughs> we'll we'll go out of this break with a little bit of Sublime. Does does Dave do yoga with you? Like, have you influenced him to the point where he gets out of bed and does it every morning? No, so he does a little bit of yoga. Okay. Um, when he has an ache or a pain, he comes to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave is a very stable-minded person, so I always totally. joke. Yeah, I yeah. always joke that he's like the yogi that doesn't have to practice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I do so many things daily to keep myself relaxed. Like little conversations with yourself or? Well, just like, you know, I can tell when my nervous system is getting Mm -hmm. activated. So I bring myself, um, you know, out of it or I, you know, thank goodness the yoga over time has become like what happens is like you do your practice and it's in the moment and you're you know, benefiting in the moment. But then over time, it sort of leaks out to the rest of your life so that you're like can identify like you're out in the world and you're like, oh, this just happened and that that was like off for me. Mm-hmm. Like you can tell more when something's gone wrong. Right. Right. So like I can tell when my nervous system is getting activated. I'm more able to identify like negative thought patterns or stuff like that and reframe. When you um, feel that, like what is what is a DIY practice that anybody could do right now? I love this question. Um, can we try it? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So take just take a moment and let's sit tall let's and it. yeah, just plant your feet on the ground. 
Get oh, grounded. We, it's cold. It's cold today. We normally have flip flops on, and we normally go shoeless in here. I feel like if we had no shoes, it would be. Yeah, no right, shoes is always is always wonderful. But plant your feet on the ground and and sit a little forward in your chair so that you're not leaning back a little bit. And then, if you guys want, you can close your eyes. You don't have to. Mm. But what take, do I do with my hands? So just, just rest them in your lap, yeah, or matter. whatever you want. Yeah, I'm don't not, worry about it. I'm not gonna hurt <laughs> don't you. Don't overthink it. It's I'm gonna not be gonna great. Hurt you. So take a moment and just take a couple of breaths in, just like regular breaths, and and then exhales. And notice how you actually feel right now in this moment. So sense kind of like that inner vibration. Like notice what's happening in your mind. Notice what's happening in your body. Notice also like if you feel any muscular tension, like if your shoulders are like holding or anything like that. And then begin. Sorry. Are we okay? <laughs> no, I just love we're doing this on a podcast. Okay. Well, it's going to be cool. Hopefully the <laughs> listeners could try this too with us. So go ahead and I'm going to give you guys some breath counts and then, um, and just count at your own pace. Don't worry about special yoga time or anything fancy. Okay. So go ahead and like bring your inhales and exhales to a five count and it's just your own personal five count. So just fill that five count. And then after your next inhale, add, add a pause of two counts after inhale. So inhale five, pause two, and then exhale five. And then your next breath, inhale five, pause two, exhale six. And then your next breath, inhale five, hold two, and exhale seven. Really good, you guys. We're gonna do two more. Go to, go to eight if you can. Inhale five, hold two, and then exhale eight. And then go one more. So inhale five, hold two, and exhale nine. And finish up your next breath and then keep your eyes closed. Let your breathing kind of just relax and come back to a normal pace. And then before you open your eyes, just check in with yourself. So make note of how you felt in your mind, how you felt in your internal system, that inner vibration, and then anything you felt in your body before we started. You guys feel a difference? You know what I saw the entire time? Us two <laughs> in a yoga room with the mats next to each other just falling asleep like those memes you had it, a with you. That was my experience the entire time. I was like, Matt and I are doing this, the thing that we, that we talked about no more than a minute ago. How did you feel, dude? Because that's a, that that was your first yoga session, technically. That was your first yeah. yoga session. <clears throat> we but caught. it's so bloody similar to all the mechanics of freediving. Is it? And breath hold. Interesting. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I guess there's something to this breath thing. It's all about the breath. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I love it. All right. Hey, we got to take a real quick break. Matt and I zoned out there for a little while. Matt, 
I'm still so <laughs> I know we gotta wake you up, buddy. Thanks when we come you. back on the other side, you can explain why it's so similar to free diving. Okay, sounds okay. good. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio. Okay, love you, bye. Hey, welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. Uh, Matt, this was probably uh, the most calm I've ever been coming back into the third segment oh, in almost yeah. a year of doing this show. Yeah, yeah? definitely. How, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Do you still feel, like, totally chillaxed? Yeah. Yeah? You know, the, and there's nothing bad about this, but you know when you get knocked out or you pass out and mm-hmm. you're coming to, mm-hmm. and it's almost like that euphoric kind of like... Yeah, but there's a ringing in your head when Yeah, you well, get, without the ringing. Yeah, okay. But kind of that euphoric, like, your body's almost tingling a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of felt that. And, like, as, as we were, like, getting more systematic with our breathing, I almost felt like I could feel... What I envision is like toxins. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know, but I just I almost felt like this, like there was a calmness that was slowly moving its way down my body. Is there any coincidence to having Bernadette on this episode and you wearing your chill switch engage shirt? Um, no, I just I just put it on because I wear it. Yeah, you just put it on because you. <laughs> but wear it's it. perfectly applicable. But it's perfectly to what we applicable. Just did. So Bernadette, this is one of our t-shirt designs. I love We've it. got. I'm going to show you the ladies' racer backs because okay. I think they'd be perfect. Yeah. For yoga classes, um, we'll get one to you in a color of your choice. I love it. And all you have to do is sell it for us on social media. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> of course. Yeah. So the chill switch engage. Um, if anybody else that's listening, you want to grab one of our tees, please do go to signalfire.media/shop. You can pick up the chill switch engage, the Sonal de Fuego. And uh, the Combat Cocktail. And each one of those goes to support a veteran nonprofit. 50% of the proceeds goes towards uh, Veterans Alliance for Holistic Alternatives or to Talon's Reach or to Suiting Warriors. Warriors. Excellent. All right. All right. We did our, we did our one obligatory uh, merchandise and apparel pitch that was for good. the show. Let's, let's get back to you. Let's get back to it. Yoga. <laughs> So, so you said coming out of the break, that felt a lot like free diving. No, I mean, it is. But are you gearing yourself up mentally for free diving, or do you want to be in, like, a real, like, calm... 100%. Tell me why. So you don't die? Well, because if you think about the, the mechanics of how your body uses oxygen, mm-hmm. how your... Uh, not only your lungs do, but more importantly, how your body absorbs the oxygen... Um, when I'm teaching... Pe- and I'm not an instructor, but when I'm teaching people just the fundamentals of free diving... You're you're really trying to put yourself almost to sleep okay. to an extent, like you're, lower your heart rate, lower your heart rate. O- you're oxygenating your blood yeah. as much as possible, and you're extremely deliberate when you're doing your breathe up. So basically, you, you know, you're lying on top of the ocean and you're just relaxing. And as you're doing your breathe up, you're spotting your buddy who you're diving with, who's going to be on the bottom or he's chasing a fish. Mm-hmm. And typically, the the way uh, we do it is we'll go through like a 10 or 20 cycle of we breathe in really fast and exhale extremely slow. Mm-hmm. And when I say breathe in fast, we literally like you, you, you grab air at like two seconds, mm-hmm. you hold it for two seconds and you exhale for 10 seconds. And you do that mm-hmm. cycle for like 15 I th- times. I think that's what Sam uh, Blunt described when he was on the show with us, when he was a little kid, he would just like sit on the couch and he would breathe in and hold it for a while and then breathe out. And that's how he was like able to work his way right. up to like being able to hold and his Sam, breath for And five Sam minutes. is probably one of the best instructors yeah. around yeah. by far. Yeah. But same kind of concept. So that mm-hmm. when you finally do your dive down, your body's as oxygenated as possible, your heart rate's as low as possible, and your mind is just completely yeah. 
transcended into like this fifth dimension. I think it's interesting because you've never done yoga, but you probably feel a, a same physical result that you do when you do yoga. By yeah. the end of it, you know, because it connects all of those things together. So I guess the moral of the story is, is that uh, there's a lot of different ways to do something very similar. Mm-hmm. Find the one that's right for you. Exactly. Right. And don't stop. Don't stop trying new things. Can't stop. Won't stop. Till you're like, oh, this is where I feel integrated as a person. Yes. Brain, body, breath, soul, tribe, all that stuff squished into one little exercise. Mm-hmm. And you found that to be yoga. I did, yeah. And Matt found it to be free diving. I don't know what mine is yet. I'll find it soon. But I love yoga. And I should, it is important to note that when the one time you did take us free diving, even though Evan and I were just snorkeling, you did not give us that safety brief. And I feel like we should have gotten it. <laughs> <laughs> it's because that wasn't, we weren't out. I know, out. Evan and I were, we're just snorkeling the on the top of the water. And the viz was about zero. Know, yeah, foot and a half. Yeah. About zero. So uh, you teach private classes, mm-hmm. right? And then you've got an online uh, yoga class. Like, just give our listeners, if they want to get in touch with you, they want to uh, book you, how does how does all that work? Yeah, so the best way to find me is at my website, BernadetteSolar.com. Um, I have such an awesome group of students that practice online together. Um and really, like, when we moved down here, I just kept everything the same. Fortunately, COVID had had me set me up, you know, online like that. And um, so that's mainly what I'm still doing right now is online stuff. Um, I work privately with people online. I also have a couple uh, programs that I run. I have a yoga therapy for low back pain, which I'm so passionate about because so many people have low back pain. Mm. Um and stuff like that. So, yeah, the best way to find me is BernadetteSolar.com or just email me at BernadetteSolar.com. Your, your Instagram game is on point, I should say. Thank you. Since we, uh, since we started following you, I, I, enjoy, I, told, I was telling her this morning, Matt, you know I got lower back pain. That's why I always stand like my dad. Um, and I like to wake up and do like 10 to 15 minutes worth of stretching. Sometimes I don't get to do that just because of life. But I always feel better, like, when the first thing I do is go out in the dark of the house and stretch. Um, And you had a post up today, I think it was, Mm -hmm. about, like, a quick little morning routine for lower back pain. Give us – what was that? Tell us. So it was basically just a little, like, gentle stretch for the low back. It was a dynamic child's pose and then a little cobra pose to engage the back muscles um, with a little bit of widening legs to kind of, you know – work the muscles around the hips and sacrum too. And then a little bit back to um, a little bit of dynamic child's pose. So the, the idea is that we do a little stretch, do a little work for our back, and then when we go back and stretch it, it really can help with um, relieving it was timely, Yucky, Matthew. cranky It was timely. Because I've been, I've been putting, like, the icy hot on my back and, like, sitting on the heated seat in the truck, and I was like, I just need something. So you were I'm an gonna... intervention into my day <laughs> I love it. through I'll... social media. I'm going to yeah. send you a couple of YouTube videos that you can try to Please do. Yeah. Please do. Absolutely. You don't have back problems, do you, Matt? Um, Where do yours? Are yours in the knees, in the ankles? I don't really have, like... Tension? You're a no. tank, dude. You're just a tank. Yeah, I honestly I don't. I feel like I I've caused a lot of my own back problems because I'm so concerned with posture that I'm like I over pronate my spine. So I think there's a lot mm. of that too. Too. Do you as think well. it's that though? I, I think it's, I think it's more of God just just just. I'm hit, 36. Hit, I shouldn't have a, I shouldn't have a aching back the way that I do. <laughs> God's getting you back for all the hell you've brought into this world. Yeah, is that what it is? Oh, that hurts my feelings. Man, it's two times you've hurt my feelings on this show. 
Jeez, man. Sorry. Unbelievable. I blacked out. What just happened? I don't know. I don't know. Um, all right, Matthew, we've got a couple more minutes left. I have some very pointed questions for you. Will Evan be back next week? Uh, je ne sais pas. <laughs> I was expecting him to be here. God bless that kid. God bless Kevin. He's Poor so, soldier. He's out of the army and he's lost all discipline. He can't wake up on time. He's turned into a long-haired hippie. He's Just, probably got popcorn flakes in his bed. Yeah, as Josh's uh, party fist and long-haired hippies behind the camera. <laughs> um, are you? Are we going to do yoga soon? I'd love to. I need a. Dude, I've I need always a hard wanted commit. to. I need a hard. I've commit. always wanted to. It's just I can't afford it. And then Evan's excuses. Well, we got a hey, hook dude. up now. Guys, have a good hook up. I mean, we're gonna make her some cool videos for social media. Yeah. True. I've, but I have always wanted to do yoga. Always. We can literally do it right in here. Hell yeah, we're gonna do that next. Josh says, "Yeah, game on." We've got our next That's guest fun. for next week. Outside, we'll see if we can convince him to do it too as well. Do, is there? A, do you do hot yoga? Because so, I like the hot yoga. I After do... that one near-death experience, I've come to like it a lot more. I love it. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. I don't teach hot yoga, but I can teach you a practice that will heat your body up so much that you won't even know that it's Have hot. you been to Hotworks? No. Uh, you, okay. You should try Hotworks, too, because okay. they've got, like, small little yoga sessions inside of infrared saunas. Oh, yeah. And that infrared, infrared just gets good. in there, and you're in there for 15 or 20 yeah. minutes, and I come out, like, drenched, but... You know, then I rehydrate, and all of a sudden my energy level's like, whoop! I love it. Infrared's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't you do hot yoga? It just never became your thing? Yeah. I, I teach, like, really traditional yoga. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just never got into it. But then, like, when you think about, like, back thousands of years ago in caves, like, they didn't have all that fancy stuff. So it's just not part of, like, really the tradition that I learned. Mm, okay. Mm. That's why Matt swings the mace bar, because he grew up in a cave, and that's your exercise routine now. A cave called San Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Where there's no yoga. Yeah, San Jose. Definitely no yoga in California. San Jose is 100% a cave. All right, Matthew, I think those are my only two questions for you. Well, heck. That's it, dude. All right. I was expecting a little bit more. All right. Um, On behalf of everybody here at Signal Fire Radio, I want to thank you for listening in. If you enjoyed this show uh, and you're listening to it via podcast, please hit uh, like the like and subscribe button, Matt. Is that what we say? I don't know. We don't really know that much about social media. But leave us a review. Uh, Let us know how we're doing. If there's any any specific topics you would like for us to cover, uh, let us know. You can email us at info at signalfire.media. Again, that's info at signalfire.media. Last but not least, we do offer this as a professional service. If you want some high-end YouTube videos, high-end social media, and a podcast of your own, we have a studio right here in Wilmington, North Carolina, that's dedicated to help small to medium-sized business owners accomplish that for themselves. So that's going to do it for us, Matthew. Wow, I really just rattled off like three big ones to end the show. You did. But it's because I had all that extra breath, man, all that extra oxygen. Otherwise, I would have ran out. You did not take a breath. That entire time? I, I didn't? Mean, you, you were just... Were you watching that? Heck yeah. All right, Bernadette. I'm going to make sure that she shows up on the top of my social media feed every morning. Two times she's helped me out today, stretching and breathing. So, All right, get in touch with our guest, Bernadette Soler. Give it to us one more time, your contact info. BernadetteSoler.com and email Bernadette at BernadetteSoler.com. I love it. I love it. I'm the only one that checks it, so be directly to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I love it. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next time, go out, feed your mind, strengthen your body, enrich your spirit, and grow your tribe, and go be a signal fire in your community. We'll talk to you next week. 
Hey, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Click the links to connect with us on social media. Also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell on this video. And for more in-depth content, check us out on Patreon. We'll talk to you guys next week.